Episode 3 The Problem of Happiness Podcast where we talk about issues ranging from theology, philosophy, social issues, and just all of those deep questions that people uh, tend to ask. And I give my perspective, and I talk about it, and yada yada. That's what I do. So today we have a bit of an interesting discussion or interesting monologue because it's just going to be me speaking and yapping um, about something that I actually felt like doing. And um, it's actually funny because I planned on releasing another episode, which I'm still sort of busy with, um, with editing and things like that, on the issue of mysticism and the mystical experience of Christians. Today is not so much going to be a theological uh, podcast. But it's going to be a on 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 some deep questions, and I don't want to take it from a theological point of view. I I want to take almost a a a theological point of view. I want to do it from a experiential human experience, and not that I'm saying that I'm not going to mention God or anything, but just do it from a neutral perspective, and hopefully uh, just speak to. Um, speak to a sort of, um, I think, aspect of, of, of human living that I think many of us seem to avoid. Now, I was, I was busy reading uh, the, 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 a, a portion of the book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a, a F. I'm not going to say the full word because I know some of the people who follow this podcast are a sort of, I think, would be offended that I would cuss, not that I care too much about that, but uh, just for the sake of not offending people, I'm, I'm just not going to do that. But um, I think for uh, the, the, the vast majority of people, uh, this is going to be a, a topic that I think really hits home. And it hits home for me because I've, I've needed to uh, think about this and I still to this day continue thinking about this. And so the the objective of this uh, podcast um, episode is not so much to answer any questions. Um, I'll, I'll try to provide some solutions to some of the, the questions that I'll be exploring um, on this episode um, in a, in, a, in, a, in a separate uh, episode, but uh, t- today I want to speak about the issue of happiness, and that's not the title. The title of this of this episode is 
the problem of happiness because I do believe that happiness is a problem you see many times when we think about living when we think about uh, the consequences of our choices and things like that we tend only to think about the problem of suffering and evil and that's very very uh, that's pretty much a very heated and controversial topic because it's something that tends to um, come up in the philosophical um, exchanges between theists and atheists but the, the, the question of happiness is I think more of a problem than what suffering and evil is and I want to give you some reasons as to why I think so but something that I find interesting is that for the vast majority of people and I don't care who you are happiness tends to be pretty much a a universal thing that people strive for and maybe it's because we have that internal drive I'm not gonna try to provide an answer to that question but I think if you are listening to this now uh, you want to be happy uh, you you don't want to be miserable you don't want to be depressed you don't want to be bored and you know um, we we tend to think so much we tend to uh, do things that would make us happy. If you ask the vast majority of people why they are doing a certain job, it's because, you know, they want money and money is going to make them happy. Uh, they decided to leave their job because their job wasn't making them happy. Um, and no matter how different our perspectives are on how we try to get to happiness, that there seems to be this overwhelming consensus that happiness is pretty much a very important aspect of our lives. Now, I find that interesting because happiness is sort of a a dooming a dooming it's it's not a, a pr it's not that good when you look closely to it and uh, many people uh, make a distinction and I think it is a necessary distinction between happiness and joy. You see, happiness is that, you know, that feeling of excitement, of feeling good in a state of euphoria and all of that. You know, you, when, when you, you got your degree, you got your diploma, you've got a new business deal, you just celebrated, uh, you got a birthday, you got a new love, you just had sex with someone, you just, you know, all of the things that make human beings happy, um, though, those things tend to be... I think indicative of our of our drive to live for those moments but le let me let me uh, uh just draw on something and maybe this is something that you've experienced in your life think about that holiday and holiday is something that I really really love uh, holiday is not something that I you know when I go on holiday I really want to enjoy it I want to be happy I think it makes sense now, isn't it funny that when we are speaking about holiday, you have this you have this period where you are excited about experiencing this holiday, about whether it, whether it's going to a new country, uh, whether it's this or that and stuff. But almost when you when you when you start to experience that, when you actually are now experiencing that holiday, that feeling of satisfaction, of happiness, it tends not to last. 
And I, I just don't know what it is with human beings, but we have a sense that even the best things in life we tend to get bored with quickly. And there is no constancy. There's no objectivity. There is no, you know, I feel perpetually happy. I find that to be rather depressing. Because it seems to me that when we, w that when we really seek happiness, um, we, we tend to sober up, the sober up to the fact that this is not going to last. Whether it is death that's going to take us sooner... In which case, I think that's probably the best way to have our happiness end. But we live in a tremendously morbid, morbid uh, reality when we are faced with the fact that one, d that one day the happiness that we might be experiencing now, whether it's in a relationship, friendship, money, and all of that, that something's going to happen that's going to cause us to be like Blair, what the hell? You know, I, I find it funny that you you have these memes where uh, you the, I, I you know I I'm struggling to get the exact wording, but uh, this this guy was enjoying life and life was like, well, you 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 better wait, you know, you better wait and see. This is not gonna last long. Um, it's sort of like hold that thought. And life is just gonna give you lemons and stuff. And and you know we we have so many sayings about life is difficult. You know if life gives you lemons, make lemonade. You know all of this kind of stuff. And we tend to be in denial about it. We tend to pass. We we want to blame someone about it and stuff. And I find it curious that in the Buddhist tradition, when you speak about nirvana and the cycle of not gaining karma. There, it seems to be that the religion is based upon the proposition that we should stop caring about attaining happiness. It's almost as if though happiness is a bad thing. And in Christianity, you have pretty much the same thing, where uh, happiness uh, is something that will one day fade. And they speak, they, they seem to point to something that it is outside of ourselves. And that is pretty much what the whole just direction is that I want to go with. The, the fact that for most of us, we tend not to realize the clear implications of what it means. So... As I, as I was thinking about this, I thought about all of the things that I want to do. I just completed my undergraduate studies in seminary. And you know, there, there are various things that make me happy. To give you an idea, I like playing Skyrim. Skyrim is a RPG game that I play on my computer. That makes me very happy to play it. Uh, another thing that makes me happy is... What can I... Th uh, drinking coffee. If you know me... The, the chances are that you probably know that I like to drink coffee. Coffee is like, hey, I feel, you know, it's, it's, it's like the thing that I do. I love this stuff. And so the whole concept of happiness is not something that I, that I tend to scoff at. If people are doing things uh, to be happy, it's good. And I think, you know, our parents, they do things so they want us to be happy. Uh, we want our friends to be happy. But it's almost like 
at at the same time you wanting to wanting them to be happy is sort of like a curse as well because you realize that that happiness you're going to give them is not going to last forever the fact that happiness does not last forever i think is pretty much part of the morbid aspect to this thing in life the fact that the more you experience happiness the more you want more of it but the more you want more of it the more you realize that eventually it's going to run out it's almost as if though it can only give you get you that far only to have it taken away and then thanos is standing there with his gauntlet and bye bye happiness Life stands with its gauntlet, it has all of the stones, and it's going to snap, and there goes your happiness. That is a rather depressing life, and hopefully something that you don't find appealing. What gives us happiness, or let me put it this, th this way, not what, like, because we, we obviously see the, the problem with happiness... Happiness doesn't last. Happiness um, seems to make us want things more, and it, it it just can't keep up keep up with what we are made for. It seems almost as if though what human beings need is a bit deeper than happiness. Now notice what I'm not doing. I'm not saying it's bad to be happy. I'm not for one day petitioning for one second petitioning that to be happy is the curse from the devil and so on. I'm and something like that. What I'm saying is that happiness within itself can only get us that far. And if it is the only thing that is keeping us in a state of goodness, of constancy, that eventually we're going to blow up and we're just going to we're going to be depressed and we're going to end up uh, hating life, or we're just going to look for something that will not satisfy us. Um, imagine this, imagine uh, walking in the desert and you're looking for something that you never find. That's pretty much the human being in happiness. Human beings, it seems to be, seek something that is deeper than just happiness. And I'm not saying that people have, that, that there are people who, th that you know, this is the only thing out there. People are looking for happiness. They're not getting happiness, and we're all doomed to the end. I do think that there are answers to to that. But it seems to be the people who are the most constant, the people who are really happy, um, are not people who are seeking happiness as an end within itself, which is the distinction between happiness and joy. Uh, happiness is uh, the feeling of goodness, the feeling of laughter, of euphoria that I feel when those significant life events happen. And it's all conditioned upon situ situation. And so, so if the situation is bad, then I'm going to be bad. Then I'm going to feel bad about it. That's what happiness basically is. The, hap the happiness paradigm is all dependent on what we are experiencing now. Um, and so, if if you have the experience of you know this thing happened, that thing happened, my car broke down, um, you know, I've got a lot of debt. We just, what we're really doing is we're really just feeling bad about the things that are supposed to make us happy. And so we try seeking for money, we try seeking for status, we, 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 we seek for things that 
there's there's an end to, but you know, it it's gonna come to an end. Now, there's a, there's another kind of deepness that I think is better than happiness, and that's joy. You can have joy, and some it's something deeper than that. And this is obviously something that you're gonna have to think and contemplate on about yourself. But can you imagine why you get these priests, monks who live in the mountains, who uh, ponder over um, sacred texts, who who do all of these chants, you know, and they you know, and they come up with all of these things. I mean, uh, one of the most fascinating things for me, and I mean, m- what makes me excited as a Christian, is that you really have this this amount of reading materials that is really set before you particularly in the Eastern Church, where uh, the document, the Philokalia, which is a collection of sacred writings from the fathers and certain people in the church, and uh, people who were ascetic, and so on and so forth. And, you know, they speak about, and some of these things gets into um, happiness and joy. So we want something, we desire something that is further than that. So, what I really, really feel, as uh, you know, what I really feel about, how I really feel about this, is that for many of us, we, we tend to, to hold fast to things that will only keep us happy, and then we're done. But we don't seek for something that can really satisfy us. Why is that? You know, when people start looking for deeper things, they start, and you know what, we, we, tend, we tend to see people who seek intimacy, that seems to be something which is compatible with joy, but it can also be happiness. That's why people, they sleep around, but there's no love. They, they do all of these things that is not an end within itself. I think uh, the more that I've that I've lived I've realized how much sorrow and I mean I'm only I'm only turning 24 I mean my goodness and there's so much sorrow um happiness can only get you that far and I you know I've said goodbye to a lot of people in the last 4 years and you know it's unbearably sad to say goodbye to someone whom you've loved, whom you've cherished, whom you've really, you know, you've spoken to in, you know, you, you, you know, you've journeyed a road with them and then all of a sudden things go by. But um, it is important to then, I think, to cultivate your friendships and relationships from something that is deeper than simply the carnal pleasures of happiness. You know, it's important for me that I think when it comes to friendships, and if, if you know it, you know, I don't have that many friends, um, but the friends that I do have, I tend to cherish them. I tend to, you know, have deep conversations, deep things, and I share things about myself. Um, and, you know, I don't think it's bad to share things with people because we are communal, social people, and joy is something that comes from... De- joy is something which is deep. And something that I find interesting is that 
sometimes when I'm going through things, the best things that I can do is to actually speak to my friends who have a deeper connection with me than than anyone else does. So I guess those things are really important to find joy rather than happiness. And so this is why joy um, rather than happiness is so important. Now, there there are some things you know that I that I that I was thinking about, and maybe I can get get it here on the you know the, get it from the book some of the notes that I that I that I made. But Mark Manson's book, I would probably recommend that if, uh, even though it's a secular author, I do recommend maybe um, if you are interested in reading something around that way. I think because since it's written from a secular perspective, it really gets you thinking about so many of the mistakes we make when we enter into relationships with people, the kind of mistakes we make when we handle money, the kind of mistakes we make when we make important life decisions. And I mean... I'm preaching to myself here in considering these things because you know so many of the things that I've that I've done and I mean this this is part of being human but I just think wow if I just made that decision a bit earlier if I made it a bit later and things like that and you know what that that is a uh, that is something which I think is rather special so I think we we live in a time where anxiety is prevalent and so we need to get past that. So my question is, do you have a, 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 a time in the day where you unwind? And this is going to sound very cliche, but maybe put down your cell phone, put down your laptop, put down the comic you're reading and stuff, and really contemplate on that which you yearn for within. You know, sometimes the the thing that I do before I go to bed, after I've said, after I've prayed, and things like that, you know, looking through the Book of Common Prayer, which is the Anglican uh, thing to do, um, <laughs> uh, the Christian thing to do as as an Anglican, you know, go through the the evening and the morning prayers, and you know, you say it up and stuff. After I'm done with that, um, I contemplate. I try to. Uh, I try to think about the things that I've done today, and then I try to really, you know, just sit, be still, uh, take a deep breath, and try to calm myself, try to attain something deeper than simply focusing on my situations when things are clearly going to be just going to feel sucky, because I think when we when we ponder and feel bad about the situations around us what are we doing again and this is again we're trying to seek happiness in the things that is making us miserable because happiness comes from the same places where our misery comes from think about that uh, if if you have a hope about a certain thing about getting money that is gonna make you happy but what happens you don't get that money due to some reason, and you end up becoming miserable. We need to stop going to the same places for constancy, for assurance, for fulfillment, where we will also find death. Don't go to the river of death, 
seeking life. You will not find it. I promise you, you will not find it. And realize that happiness is a problem. You will, you will never reach a state of real emotional satisfaction if what you are seeking for is happiness. You need something deeper. And I think time and time again, history has shown us that. Now, we, we tend to think of happiness as something to attain to. I think it becomes rather clear that we should be seeking for something deeper than happiness. Yearn and look within and look without. Stand in awe of that which is outside. Stand in awe of that which is around. Stand in awe of the universe, of the stars. And lose yourself, I want to say. Um, and you know, I'm not trying to sound like some kind of mystic... Um, but lose yourself to the wonder in which you find yourself. One agnostic theologian whom, whom I am quite fascinated by put it this way. She said, We've been made in the image of God. That's Genesis 1.26. God is a mystery. We ourselves are mysteries. Do not try figuring things out. What I'm trying to point to is something deeper than that. And obviously, um, you know, I do believe that those things are found in God and things like that. But I want you to tr start asking questions for yourself. Why is the way that I live my life the way that I live my life? Because you can play the pity game all you, all you want to. You can say, hey, I didn't make that decision right. But the question is, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? I think something that also, um, s like, if we stop allowing happiness to dictate the way we live life, we can accept failure and rejection a lot easier. And this is another part of what I what I was thinking about. You know, as I was growing up, I, you know, I I, I was bullied a lot, and you know, I was made fun of and things like that. And I must say that kind of did leave leave me down in the dumps. I think. Looking back, you know, I didn't have a healthy self-image, didn't have self-respect. I was, you know, I didn't have any, any self-confidence. But when I realized that, wow, dude, you're not that bad. You, I, I, I needed to fall in love with myself. I needed to love myself before I could really go deeper with other people. And so that's where you see, again, the issue of happiness. You see, I was seeking for happiness to make me feel better about myself. How many of us do that? How many of us actually look for things to make ourselves feel better about ourselves? You know, I, you know, I, I confronted myself with some of these issues very, very early. In high school, um, you know, I got into uh, metal. I like heavy metal. I like death metal. I like black metal and stuff. And some people are listening to this. are like, hey, he likes metal. And he, you know, he preaches from the Bible. And, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I can I can uh, sp do an entire show on um, why I like heavy metal music. Why I like the music that I do. But what I started realizing is, is that, again we find that happiness is a problem because we try to use happiness as the ticket to self-fulfillment. 
my good friend, this will not work. You need something deeper than the happiness you get. And you know, when you look at all of these stars, the stars who are emotionally fulfilled, I promise you, many of these guys who are emotionally fulfilled and the ones who are not, you can see it and you can hear it in their music. Um, you know, Linkin Park. Uh, uh, what's that dude's name? I mean, I, I wasn't that much of a Linkin Park fan. Um, but I think it's Chester Bennington. Betty, uh, I'm not even going to try to try to get that. But uh, he could have committed suicide, as far as I'm concerned. Man, it's going to be so lame if I find out that that's not what happened to him. But in in your in their lyrical themes, you can really hear what they are, you know, how they feel about things again. If you allow those things to dictate who you are, it's probably because you've bought into the problem of happiness. Happiness is a problem and you need something better than that. Do not seek happiness as an, an, as an escape from this world because I think it will make you more depressed. What I'm trying to say is, think deeper than that. Think about the stars at night. Think about things that cause you to wonder, to ask difficult questions, to ask, why am I here? Why do I think the way that I do? You know, how do I fit in with my friend of mine? Why am I friends with the people that I'm friends with? Why can't I make friends? When you start ridding yourself of the question of how am I going to be happy, maybe you are better equipped to answer those questions. Maybe you're better equipped to think about some of the mistakes and the things that you made. You need to stop looking for happiness. You need to transcend. Sounds very Buddhist, sounds very New Age. Forget about it for a second. Stop seeking happiness. Look for something deeper. I hope you thought that this was an insightful podcast. And if you do want to, you know, contact me and, and stuff, I, I'm on Facebook. Sometimes my account is deactivated and stuff. Still contemplating whether or not to keep it. But um, M-W-I-T-L-O-U-W uh, at gmail.com. That's my email if in case you want to you wanna message me you know, on whether or not something that I said here stood out to you. And yeah, I really hope that you enjoyed my thoughts here. Might have been monotonous, might not have, may have helped some people think through some things, but I hope that you have thought through some of these issues. And yeah, uh, thank you so much. And thank you for listening to the host, Eucharistic and Hipster Talk. Thanks, guys.